0: All right guys, welcome to the Portable Success podcast today. With me, I have the amazing Danny Barker. Danny, I, hey. I have I've known for years now. And if there was anyone who was going to be the first person on my podcast that's not just my voice, it was going to be this lady right here. So we've not only I've got so many setups at the minute. I've got recording just audio, recording film, recording something else to get it all. Danny, do you want to introduce yourself to everyone on the podcast?
1: okay um hi everybody i'm danny i've known em for a lot it feels like years yeah Um, we haven't created um content together for a while um i think our last long kind of episode like this was probably over is it one year or two years i think it was the summer before last
0: so do i
1: i know right and
0: that was the first Um, time we did it
1: (laughs) yeah that was um so a little like Long story short, um, I recently um, graduated from university as a biomedical scientist, but through that right out the window, um, I pursued freelance photography, videography and graphic design. um, And then I turned that into a social media marketing and consulting agency. Um, My company is called Social Source and I help service-based business owners. So like personal trainers, therapists, all sorts of amazing people um, that help other people to grow their brands and grow their businesses using social media. And um, That is what I am all about.
0: That's awesome. And then essentially, like with me, I obviously I try and teach people as much as possible to be able to make a more passive income as well as keeping a full-time job for security reasons. You do something similar, don't you?
1: Yes. Um, so a lot of the coaches, therapists um, and business owners that I help some of them do have part-time or full-time jobs outside of their business and like the whole uh, like the whole goal the ultimate goal behind it all is helping these um business owners achieve that freedom for themselves um so they can go full-time in their business and just thrive
0: yeah and then you you probably agree with something like me like Because we're we're teaching people something that's essentially on a free platform. Because obviously, you've probably had it before. But, you know, I've had it where people are like, well, if I can learn it for free, why would I pay you? And Mm. um, for me, it's more kind of like, yeah, but you don't know the ins and outs of that platform like I do. Like, it's really weird to go onto Instagram and not just look through it in the sense of entertainment.
1: Yes, I can't remember the last time I ever went on social media just to scroll through random things like most people do um and i think it's once you develop that analytical and strategical mindset it's a very different place to be um but like i said i was a biomedical sciences student i didn't learn social media i didn't learn photography or graphic design at uni i learned everything that i know um i started off learning it for free because youtube is the best um education system there is right now and um as i went along i invested in a couple of mentors a couple of coaches for myself but the majority of it is things that i've absorbed and it takes a certain type of person to do that because if you're learning for free and you're learning just off your own back you've got nobody holding you accountable to that if you decide to quit you don't lose anything it's not like you paid a thousand pounds to have a coach um it's totally like up to you and I think that's where a lot of people that's a make or break kind of mindset there
0: yeah I totally agree with that because I for the three years I've been doing this for the first two years I refused to invest into anyone because to be honest I actually thought they were scam artists because I was like if you're saying that this is so easy why why can't I do it I'm such a hard worker anyway I was like this doesn't make sense to me And then funnily enough, I invested in my first mentor. And then I was like, well, actually, they've explained it in such a bite sized way that I don't have to spend three months learning about it, then three months trying to implement it. And then maybe maybe some results will come out on the last three, like the three months after that, like I was actually able to just bite size it, get it into practice, get working on it. And then every time I kind of deviated away from the plan i was kind of sitting there going well you've just paid a thousand pounds to learn about facebook ads you might actually want to just do it
1: (laughs) yeah that's exactly it that is exactly it um it's really important if you're a freelancer or you're um, a coach of any kind if you're not willing to invest in yourself um it's a bit of a Um, paradox there like how would you expect your clients to invest in you if you won't invest in yourself investing in yourself is obviously not gonna just forward your own development but it also you know ingrains that mindset like where the value is um, when it comes to coaching and learning and I think it's really important to be part of that culture Mm. um, to invest in yourself and you will then be able to attract
0: people that want to invest in you better yeah i 100 100 agree with that because like it is essentially that way like if you it's like any it's like anything if you want to learn how to like ride a horse or play football or something if you don't actually go and you know buy a football buy some football boots and spend time on the field you're not going to get any better and i think like there's so many people out there at the minute that are kind of they, they think it's so easy until they try and do it. And then when they try and do it, they'll just be like, well, it just doesn't work. And I'm like, mm. no, like, that's not how it happens. Like there is a reason that people can make five figures a month, you know, like I've made five figures a month before. Um, when I couldn't walk, you know, like this was the crazy thing. Like when I ruptured my Achilles, I spent six weeks sat on my ass and I made 10,000 pound in that time. When I wasn't able to walk, all I had was my computer. I couldn't do my photography and film, which is what I usually would do. I actually just didn't want to sell any clothing, so I didn't even try and do that. And I just sat and stared at a TV and stared at, at these programs. And I think I spent about grand and a half maybe on... One was a mentor, and I actually want wanted one to one mentoring with him, and that was only a thousand pound, which I thought was ridiculously cheap for what he's done. And then five hundred pound was into uh, like a series of um, Facebook workshops that you like you live webinars essentially. And I sat there and I bought it and consumed it all in like three days. And then the second I did that, I was like, right, I'm off. I'll see you later. Like and I started contacting every single person I knew that I worked for in photography, in film, that had bought clothing, that was like a an influencer in clothing. Everything. Everything that I did. And the tenacity that I had at that point was insane. And like we're sat in a pandemic right now. And there was like people who were like, Oh, Emily, how are you coping? And I was like, This is freaking brilliant. Like I have been in this position before, but this time I have more freedom. Like, because I can walk again now. <laughs>
1: that, that, that's exactly what I was about to say. I was about to say, it sounds like you've had this lockdown before, but this time it's better because you can walk. Yeah. Um, so you've practiced this. You've rehearsed this, like, drive and mindset towards working from home, limited in terms of your creative output. You know, everything's got to be created at home, in the garden, or if you're out on a little walk um so you've actually been more limited than this yeah so you know a lot of people are in this situation you know they can walk um they're at home laptops tvs phones social media the only thing that is limiting people right now is their attitude is that
0: and it's like uh something that we said before is like this is this is the time to learn a new skill if you wanted to like if you wanted to learn something as simple as the Instagram algorithm or basic Facebook ads, because that's what I've been pushing in the last like three days. And people have been like, honestly, jumping on me so much being like, teach me how to do this, teach me how to do this. And I was like, this was very simple. I mean, I learned this obviously back in October when I, I couldn't move. But I was like, this is very simple stuff. And if you go onto the internet, and if you look hard enough, you can actually find it but they won't say it in the way that obviously I would say it, which is literally click here, click here, and click here, and put that much money into it, and you'll see results. (laughs) And like learning skills right now is so high. Like for me, I've been going back to photography and film and spending so much time on, um, I don't know if you've used it before, but it's called Stack Skills, and it's like a, a big online thing. And they do like Photoshop courses, Lightroom courses and stuff like that. Because I've wanted to tweak up on my, on my photography game for when we open up again. I took an amazing picture, I don't know if you saw it on Facebook, um, of Sorrel's eyes. Yes. And yeah. it's like, that. I've never spent more time on a photo, but I just implemented everything that I'd been learning, and I just turned around to Sorrel and was like, just stand there, please, and let me take a photo. And then I made that out of it, and it was insane. It was great to do. Like This, this is the time to learn a new skill.
1: Absolutely. Um, I am really excited about like the it's it used to be more of an entrepreneur kind of mindset, the mindset where you just go out of your way to learn and develop and take courses and read blogs and things Um, that used to be kind of like a minority kind of activity because everybody else was in full time jobs or not taking personal development all that seriously. But I'm seeing at the moment a huge like wave where it's becoming more of a majority kind of attitude and it's really really exciting um and i'd just like to insert one little point is we've been in lockdown for about four weeks already yeah um and i know that there's a lot of you know posts on social media about how important learning is and how important productivity is and i know that not everybody's actually jumped on this wagon yet and a lot, um, they shouldn't be shamed for that. Like, mm. just because you haven't jumped on yet, it, that's absolutely fine. We've all taken different amounts of time to adapt to this situation. I had a meltdown for about, oh, like nearly a week when mm. we first went into lockdown. I was not productive at all. It's the complete opposite of how I roll. Um, and that was fine because after I adapted, I found my flow again and if you haven't found your flow yet it doesn't mean that you won't um everybody will take different amounts of time but getting to like a productive and driven mindset is really important but don't rush too hard otherwise you'll fall off the wagon again
0: yeah like i find it funny picking up on the whole when you say an entrepreneurial mindset this is what like A year ago, maybe two years ago, so many online influencers were pushing. That is the um, 7pm till 2am crew. You know, like that was the, that was when people worked and now, and then that's why when the whole lockdown happened and stuff, and I really felt for people because essentially if your entire routine is just being thrown up in the air and then just left to, I don't know, fall in pieces in front of you. If they didn't have that mindset before, it is difficult to just turn around and be like, cool, I'm an entrepreneur now, I'm going to read 10 pages of a book a day and all this kind of stuff because you're, we are habit creatures, like we, everything is formed by habits and now, as you were saying, you're getting people who are starting to get a hang of those habits but that's because that's how long it takes, it can take anything between like 30 to 60 days to be able to form new habits so for people like us, you know, I've been able to go, okay fine, I've lost some clients, this has happened, that's it, um, I'm just going to invest into myself. So I've just taken the time that I would spend on someone else and just put it straight into myself. But I've been doing that for the last three years. So every time I lost a client, I'd have the exact same mind frame anyway. So like, I love that the fact that you've put the whole entrepreneurial mindset, because to be honest, I've never liked the word entrepreneur because I just think it's it's just people. And I don't think you need to be an entrepreneur. I think you just have to find which way works for you. If that, absolutely if that means like i i read as in listen to reading all the time absolutely all the time so i can like consume about three four books a month but i have about 10 books next to me and i really want to read them but i never pick them up because i don't physically like sitting still and reading so i'd much rather have it in audio form that's how I've made that section work for me as in some people like to sit and read a book and they don't like listening to it and I think like that that could be classed as another new skill you know finding out what works for you because I'm pretty sure like we work in practically the same industry and if we were to sell the same product we wouldn't do it the same way because we do it the way that we know how to do it
1: absolutely
0: yeah so
1: now now's a really good time to experiment find what way of learning actually works for you do you like reading do you like listening do you like watching videos and webinars um there's lots of different types of content that you can consume and actually find something that works for you
0: yeah and this kind of leads into like the next point that we wanted to discuss and it's kind of like making the best out of uh, out of a bad situation because i remember at one point it was probably only about a year ago that me and you were both in a similar situation where we just we're working a lot for nothing and if you really think about it I don't know if you've had the realization but I know I definitely have is that I was working so much for someone else and not getting any sort of benefit from it and I'm not saying that I wanted someone to hand me like four thousand pound on a plate you know There was no fulfillment from it anymore. And I was like, and this was an industry that I freaking love. Like, I love making content. I love seeing, like, I spend probably an hour a day just looking at analytics because that is literally my jam. Like, I love watching analytics. I love seeing it go up. I love seeing it down. And I love seeing why it's gone down and where it's gone down. And then being able to, like, reconvert it. I don't know if you're like that, but numbers to me is amazing. Yeah, no, I do definitely
1: know what you mean there. Um, it wasn't that long ago I was in that position actually Um, not even like six months ago seven months ago um, I just pivoted my business my own business was shaping up as a social media consultancy um, and creative kind of agency but I still had a few older clients on board that um, like I started working with them as a student I was passionate You know, freelancing. I didn't know my worth, and I stayed in that you know same place. I didn't make progress. I was just along for the ride. Initially, I loved it, um, but obviously, if you're not making progress, if you're not earning enough to live, Mm. etc., and it's taking up a lot of your time and mental energy it does drain you that passion will drain yeah um which is such a shame um i don't really do video editing anymore um for other people and i used to like love it i used to live for video editing yeah um and it's not to say that you know i won't do it again but i had that passion drained out of me last year yeah um and it is hard so if you know you're still offering your freelance services or If you're a coach even, and you're offering coaching services, just because we're in lockdown, it doesn't mean that you're worth less. You know, you might have to change the kind of services you offer. You might have to learn some new things, but do not ever let your time go for less and make sure that you're um, valuing yourself enough to maintain that passion. Because if you begin to resent it, you're like, oh, another, this project, only gonna get this much for it yeah oh well um that is the beginning of the end something needs to change
0: yeah and i remember that distinctively because i remember for probably about two times that i'd visited you in that period before the six months and after and every time we talked about it i was just like you're you're worth so much more than that like therapy sessions in my kitchen yeah yeah it was but it was like me you and dan and we were all sat together and i remember you just telling me like little things and it was the it was more the way that your whole body changed with it and then i was like you're worth so much more than that like i even remember because i wanted to get it out of you to be like so here's my proposition (laughs) it's (laughs) like this is how you should be treated You know, like this is how like I have gone forward with my clients and some of them didn't like it in the beginning, but then now they appreciate what I do. And also to the point that if they were to take me out of that situation, they would have to probably invest a lot more to get back to the point where I put them, which was to say with you, like some people kind of they dub down the fact of like because we're a content creation agency, you know, like that is what we are. And people dumb down how much creative content can actually tenfold your business if it's done correctly. But in order to get it done correctly, you need to invest in people like me and you who we know what we're doing because we spend every day on it. You know, like we're continuously in that market, we're continuously watching YouTube to see what's happening on there, what the SEO is saying on there. We're continuously on Facebook ads to see how the funnels are going. Like, you know, I've had to teach myself a whole lot about copywriting and how to write to sell without actually selling, which is a crazy concept. But people don't understand that. And they're just like, well, if you're just going to edit a picture and write some words, then I don't see why you're worth £1,000 a month. And I'm like, yeah, but if you were to make £6,000 a month off that one singular ad, and in the total, you've only paid £2,000 for not only me, but the money to go towards it, and you haven't had to lift a finger yourself, then you've made £4,000 in a passive income. Mm,
1: absolutely. And... um. It's really important, like as creatives, if you're a creative yourself, um, I know that I've probably got at least five figures worth of equipment. I've got five years worth of experience, knowledge, practice, and I know that lots of other creators out there probably have more than that, to be honest. And um, that doesn't come for free no you know that doesn't come (laughs) from minimum wage no
0: (laughs) um
1: there's so many things that you need to remember when you're you know offering people your services you've got equipment you've got experience um like people that are setting up online businesses now now you've got to pay for a website you might have to have somebody help you design it you might need to invest in the premium version of zoom so that you can actually talk to people for more than 40 minutes yeah um, if anything, running an online business is actually more costly than an in-person one sometimes. Um, advertising, social media, do you need a coach for that? It's um, quite an expensive, expensive thing. Um, and it's, you, there's so much value, but you've got to look beyond that surface layer of, oh, just posting to social media. Because there's like, it's like an iceberg. There's a little bit on top, but there's like a mountain underneath. Yeah so much that goes into absolutely everything and um, it is hard to do on your own you know um, and that's where teams come in and agencies come in and coaches come in yeah and creatives come in it's a team effort um, if you think somebody's killing it on social media or on an online business they're absolutely not doing it alone yeah so don't put that kind of pressure on yourself
0: 100%. Like, 100% I agree with that. And then that's what makes it funny is when people are looking at Gary V and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, Gary Vee's amazing. Gary Vee has 19 photographers and filmmakers. 19. One man, 19 people. Like That is his creative um, people. And then people are like, well, it's it's easy to post three times a day. And I was like, well, it is if you have 19 people working on it. Mm. It's like... And that's why sometimes it baffles me when people are like I really want to scale and I'm like cool we like that like scaling is good and then they're like but I want to do it on my own and I was like well I can tell you honestly you're going to scale to this point and then that's it. It's like so if you want to have that sort of accountability and that sort of kind of reach cool you do that but then you're always going to stay in that bracket. Absolutely and
1: it works the other way too if you've worked with a team before or at least with like um, another creative or coach you do scale your output does go up and then when you lose that partnership your output goes down Mm. um i've seen um, a number of clients obviously um i never ever want any of my clients to rely on me forever because that's not my objective as a teacher as a mentor um but I have seen people that have come and they've gone, and unfortunately, um, they have gone backwards.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, because you're, if you're not a creative yourself, it's very hard to maintain that kind of output. Um, again, coming back to the value, um, if you're a creative and you're offering another business owner your services, they might not have a high-speed laptop they might not have the right programs to edit their videos, et cetera, et cetera. So when um, they decide to go it alone, no, they're not going to be, you know, producing that content themselves anymore. And it is a shame.
0: Oh, it's a massive shame. Like a massive shame. I hate seeing it. I hate seeing it when it happens. Um, and it's just sometimes I do sit there and I'm just kind of it's one of those things. If they are trying to like reap in the costs, it's like I can understand that. But then I'm also like, time is such a valuable asset that we should be using it wisely. So like, I remember when I had a few too many clients, I don't know, I think I had about seven at the time. And then I contacted you and I was like, Ah, Danny, do you have any time to take off part of this load for me? And you said, I can do X, Y, and Z, these are my prices. And then I was like, brilliant. I would much rather pay you to do that so I can focus on everything else that I need to do for that client. Instead of doing a shoddy-ass job on one part of it and rushing part of it and maybe staying up till, like, 2am and waking up at 5am every single day, I essentially paid you for time to give back to myself.
1: Mm, Absolutely. Um, Outsourcing. You don't have to be a huge agency to outsource. Um, I actually still work part-time in... A media and marketing agency. I'm also contracted to um, the Emerge Elite team. Yes, you um, are. As well on.
0: Yes, I am. (laughs)
1: Um... (laughs) Oh yes, wore the right t-shirt today.
0: Same Um, (laughs) hoodie.
1: You don't have to be part of a huge team or huge company. This is something that you can actually do, even if you've just got a few creative friends. Yeah. Um, So, for example. I used to do a lot of video editing and um, photography, but I had clients approaching me for quite complicated website development. Mm. Um, And I always, you know, was totally transparent because taking on clients that you can't serve fully is a no no. Um, Don't take every job offer that you get. Um, But if somebody asked for a complicated website design, I'd say, look, um, I know how to build websites on squarespace and wordpress because that's what i've got But if you like something a bit more custom or a bit more complicated um, here's two or three of my friends that actually do website development highly recommend them drop them a message and tell them that i passed your details on and um, you can make little arrangements between yourself and your other creative friends where you can actually cater for all of the clients needs but as a team yeah um that's not only good for you know building trust and a reputation but your friends will also do the same to you if a website developer has a client that would actually like a few videos edited for their website oh i know my friend you know is a video editor and they're going to be the perfect person to help you um referring each other on is a really good way to you know expand your network and build your business yeah i mean it's not um, it's not a you know, one man band kind of thing. It doesn't have to be. You can still be a team and grow together.
0: Yeah, I mean like it's like with us too. Like I, I remember saying to you when I did the content creation day for Emerge Elite, I was petrified of it anyway. And then I didn't want to have to spend my entire day worrying about trying to film it and take photos. Cause the whole point was to produce content for other people. And I didn't want to focus on that. And I remember saying to you and I was like, I'll pay you, it's fine. You know, like come down to London, please help me out. <laughs> and you came down for free you only got anando's out of it and but then that's why now like now i'm i was looking into another photographer filmmaker to essentially help me with content for the brand and then we contracted you into it we were just like right okay cool you are now part of the team like and it's like because we've been working with each other doing free photo shoots podcast episodes you know helping each other out with like different parts of our own businesses so like like I said when I needed help gave it uh, you know I was like Danny help me out please and then it's been the same back you know we see every time I'm in the area I come and see you because I'm like you know I've got to make sure that I get my my time in with Danny and Danny (laughs) and then um and it's moved on from there. And I think, you know, that's such an importance of having the relationships with that. And like, like as you said, I don't think you should be a one-man band. I was a one-man band for a, such a long time. And I think it was mainly because when I delegated, it went wrong. And I'm such a passionate person in what I do. I couldn't handle it going wrong. But then all I realized that I had to do was build a relationship with those people. And I don't know about you, but I take that into every client that I go into. So even my clients now, I will ring them up or text them or something and just be like, I hope you're okay. How's your fiance? How's the dog? You know, like, and build that relationship with them. So it's not just they're handing me over money every single month, but they actually have a relationship with me that they know if they need anything, I'm here. And that's my job. And I think because we work in the social space, but also the online space, that is so much more important because they don't see you.
1: Yes, Um, and that's the case for everybody right now, because nobody is seeing each other in real life. And one thing that I've, one sort of mindset, one attitude that I've been sharing with everybody, my clients, my followers, everybody is, after this whole pandemic has, you know, gone away, People will remember who showed up, who supported, who was there for them during this hard time. Um, And even if, you know, your income's gone down, you haven't got as many projects, if you're still getting out there, you're still talking to people, supporting people, collaborating with people, even if you are earning less right now, um, keeping up that good rapport and that good reputation is just gonna help you like, you know, take off um, as soon as we're allowed out again. Um, Because everybody that you're talking to, your followers that you're still posting for, they are gonna remember, yes, this person, they were here for me when I was having a hard time. And you're gonna become the first person they think of when they think of what you do. Um, And that is where your first projects and first clients are gonna be coming from after this lockdown.
0: Yeah. So to wrap this podcast up, I want you to give the audience, mine and yours, three tips that you should be doing in this pandemic right now.
1: Cool, quick fire,
0: three each. Yeah, three each.
1: Okay, number one, do not pressure yourself to be the most productive person ever if you were never the most productive person before. yep. Build those habits day by day and do not beat yourself up if you get it wrong one day. Try again tomorrow. Tip two, get involved in this huge learning culture. There's Skillshare, Stack Skills, Udemy, YouTube. Um, there's loads of different websites, loads of different types of content, loads of coaches and mentors like myself are publishing free content on social media every single day. So get involved, show up to social media with that mindset and really just absorb the things that are gonna drive you forwards because when you put them into action, um, you're going to be leagues ahead when we're out of lockdown. Um, And number three is use some of this time to be creative for yourself. Um, You might have less clients or less projects to work on, um, but give yourself some projects to work on. You know, is there a type of photography that you want to try? Is there a type of video that you want to make? Have you got some equipment lying around in your um you know on the shelf that you haven't used yet um now is a really good time to expand your skills practice new things publish content that might be new or different to what you've posted before and um really sort of flex your creative muscles again these are all incredible things you're going to be able to bring to your business and to your clients out of lockdown as well
0: Brilliant. So mine, mine are quite similar to yours in a way, but I'm going to try and deviate a little bit. So it's not exactly the same. Number one is I would probably say try and do something that keeps yourself active not just mentally so like I know we're allowed to go for a walk and stuff but maybe just stretching out in your house or you know you can use anything from a couch to a bed or anything like that to do like dips and stuff like that and just keep your body active because you don't want it to go stagnant because the first thing that happens or at least for me in simple psychology stuff that I've learned is that if your body feels stagnant it keeps sending those messages to your mind which is that you can't be asked. And that is what in this time it's what you want to stay away from. And I'm not saying we want to keep your brain on fire so you can learn more skills and stuff just so you can be more present and just not go into sort of that kind of laid back. Unproductive mindset, because it's a lot harder to pull yourself out of that instead of just I'm going to go for a walk today and I'm going to walk two kilometers and that's all I'm going to do that will keep you a lot happier in the long run. Number two is I would 100% invest yourself into a new skill, like a new skill or a skill that you've already started. So that's very similar to the point that you said. And just, just because it could be fun Like even to the point, I know a friend of mine has even got into Twitch, so he loves gaming and now he's just doing it on Twitch. And I was like, that's so cool. And he's like, I've got five followers. And I was like, good for you. Like, we're not looking to get 10,000 followers in the next two days, but just do something that just for you, that's a new skill because, you know, you're going to have to talk to an audience as well as playing a game. It's kind of that sort of thing. And the third and final one for me is always 100% stay kind to yourself. So if you are having an unproductive day, if you just don't feel like it, if you're just feeling a little bit sad and you have no reason, there is no logical reason, because I know I'm such a logical person, it frustrates me when I just have a bad day. Just be kind to yourself because it's not permanent. It's just this entire pandemic's not permanent. It's horrible and we're you know, I work in the medical profession anyway, as you know, you were, you studied it, like, we know what viruses are, we know what they do. It's just unfortunate that it's, it's, uh, you can't see it, you know, like, it would be a lot different if we could see it, and we could understand it. And for my logical brain, that would make a lot more sense to me. But because I have studied viruses for the last seven years, i kind of know what to expect and i know that it's going to stop and i know that you know at some point it's going to go away and that's why for me personally and this is not because of the pandemic it was actually when i ruptured my achilles i just learned to be kinder to myself and stop being so harsh on myself because it does nothing positive for you so that are my three tips and your three tips Thank you very much, Danny, for coming onto the podcast today It's been amazing to speak to you anyway. I love speaking to you in general, and I wish you all the success, obviously with social source and stuff. I'm going to put links in the description to Danny personally herself, so if you want to start working with her to boost your social online presence, hit her up. Thank you very much, Danny.
1: Thank you very much for inviting me um lovely to have a chat today and really looking forward to sharing this with everybody because I think it's Um, really helpful um, advice. And yeah, I can't wait.
0: Brilliant. I'll speak to you soon.
1: See you later.